0: Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're reviewing 1984's The Killing Fields, directed by Roland Joffe and starring Sam Watterson and Hang Knorr. But before we do that, Dave, let's talk about what we've been watching. What have you been watching?
1: Okay, I watched uh, The Last Picture Show, uh, directed by Peter, do- Peter Bogdanovich. Okay. I had seen it maybe 10 years ago and I, I wanted to revisit it, so uh, I checked it out and um, it's still as good as I remembered. Still good? Yep. It's one I've missed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought maybe it was uh, something that I, I, I wouldn't ever revisit. Then I watched it again. I
0: was like, oh, wow, this is a pretty damn good movie. So, so should I watch it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'll yeah. watch it. Yeah. Um, I watched a movie based on a Jane Austen novel. Okay. It's called Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, okay, it's not based on a Jane Austen novel. It's based on a parody novel sure. by uh, Seth Graham Smith from 2009 right. called Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. This movie was surprisingly good. I've heard it was underrated. It's, um, yeah. it's definitely underrated yeah. because you think of it and you're like, oh, that movie is going to suck. <laughs> uh, and what makes it good is the source material is so solid right. that it feels like it feels like Jane Austen. Except there's some zombie shit mixed in, you know. It's it, pretty cool, man. The the, the love story with Mister Darcy and Liz, you know, it's like, <laughs> I was feeling it in my heart, man. Like it was great. This movie was such a surprise, okay. and it was really fun. And it's nice to see, you know, the Bennett sisters trained in the martial arts. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Right. <laughs> you got you got to just have the right mind when you go in. I, I but, heard that it was like female empowerment stuff.
1: It's you know? really it, good, yeah. like as far as that goes. Yeah. yeah
0: Quite a movie. I would right. recommend it if you're looking for just a, a wacky okay. movie. With <laughs> right. that's actually not bad. Okay, so that's my recommendation there. Excellent. So let's talk about the Killing Fields, Dave. Right. Uh, give everyone a synopsis, please. Okay. Well, um, th- this is a uh, a true life
1: story. Um, it's a biopic based on the writing of Sid Sh- of Sidney Schoenberg from the. Uh, uh, from the New York Times, and he he had gone to Cambodia in the seventies to to cover the war and everything, the the kind of unrest that was down there. And with him was um, other photojournalists and this in this Cambodian journalist named Dith Pran. And together they covered the Khmer Rouge's uprising and Pol Pot's regime. And through a series of events, he ended up having to leave with the other Western journalists and yeah. leave Dith Pran behind. And um, it's a really it's it's a it's a sad movie that is um it's a sad story of course and mm-hmm. we're going to get into it because this is one of the great movies of any decade that for whatever reason isn't referenced enough in my opinion yeah. um today it, it's i on our old website i had it as the best movie of the 1980s um and it's because I, I i mean i just feel that strongly about it so it
0: it is great and you can compare it to the likes of um you know, like all the all the great Vietnam movies that came oh, out in the late seventies, Apocalypse Now, yep. Deer Hunter, yep, all, all those films. Except those, they are about people, mm-hmm. but the war is a big part of it, right? In this movie, it's not so much the war, but it's about the relationship between these two men, yes, and uh, how they love each other. I guess you could exactly. say, you know, yes, and and you see the falling out of that because of this war, Mm-hmm. and also those other movies,
1: as great as they are. The thing that makes this movie stand out for me is that it's about Dith Pran. Yes. You know, he is the main character, and it's it focuses on him, especially in the second half. Um, right. Whereas, like, every other film about Vietnam, even the great ones, like the two you mentioned, and then, like, Platoon. Yeah. Um, they're about U.S.— you know like us you follow soldiers, the right. american yeah you follow you the know? american right
0: um it's the effect on the soldier yes this is more i mean this is civilians here yes. we're talking about exactly. which is what's so cool about it mm-hmm. and dith pran is a native there in cambodia that's right and so you see it from his point of view mm-hmm. as well right? not just from sam waterston who plays sydney right. in the movie uh who's the american new york times journalist that right. comes in but you see it from this man who lives there and this is his life. Like yes. it's actually affecting him. That's personally. right. like Sam Waterston's going back to New York when it's done. Yep. Dith prawn is staying in Cambodia. That's well, right. That's not what happens, but mm-hmm. that I guess is the original plan. He's not planning right. on leaving. Right. Uh, this is his
1: home. Yeah. And and what's happening to like the horrible things that are happening to uh to his country is it's happening to his home and he's going to have to live with it if he stays there. Mhm. And I guess the other thing to to mention too is that uh, like that I I really love how they they focus a lot on it's it's not just white guilt it's also like you know Sydney at one point you know like like realizes what that that there there's no way he can get prawn out of there mm-hmm. and he's very sorry about it but he still you know just like anyone would returns to the safety and comfort of you know the West right. And so do the other journalists that are with him, and everybody else who's who's trapped in that embassy. And I guess we'll get into it. But um, like the the the, okay, so um, Sydney and uh, Dithpran are working together. uh, Like like Dithpran is his is his interpreter for the most part, and they are like investigating a bombing that happens when the U.S. um, the U.S. forces that are still in like in Cambodia actually you know destroy this village. This and, takes uh, place towards
0: the end of the Vietnam War. Yes, right? correct. The aftermath, kind mm-hmm.
1: of, like in '73, I think. Yeah, and what, of course, the U.S. Uh, they bring in Stars and Stripes and all the other, you know, like like Army Press Corps to kind of put a,
0: a spin yep. on this. Coach brings them in.
1: Yes, <laughs> Craig T. Nelson is there. Right? Yes, yeah, this is an early career Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was. Um, it, it' pretty cool to see him as a young man. But um, the the good thing about this, and, and I guess the thing to establish this is that uh, like Dithpran and Sidney Schoenberg are going to tell the real story, and what they're doing is like sending dispatches to the Times from Cambodia from Phnom Penh, yeah. Um, and they're live tweeting. They're live tweeting exactly. <laughs> this this is what's happening in 1973, <laughs> and uh, like, do you remember? I remember the first time I saw this. Were, were you at all like like just really taken aback when? John Malkovich and Sam Watterson are sitting in that cafe waiting for Prawn, and completely out of nowhere, there's this bomb that goes off.
0: I was unaware. Yeah, I, I'd never seen this movie. It's my first time. Okay, so it is all new to me. Yeah, I didn't expect it. Right, not at all. It was kind. Of, it reminded me of the scene in Full Metal Jacket. Yes, where the, where yes. the same thing happens. Right. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, it's like, holy shit, the stakes are real. Yep. They're just hanging out, chit-chatting, and boom! Yep. All of a sudden, there's people missing legs. and Oh, God, yeah. I know. I know. And uh, the movie doesn't shy away from showing this all this gruesome stuff that's no. happened. the devastation is real. Which is to the benefit of the film, because you really get a feel for what it was like out there. Right. I mean, you will never know what it's like, truly, unless you were there. Yes. But I think it does a great job setting the tone. Mm-hmm and you see how the children are affected there's there's i mean they're not afraid to show children that are mangled
1: yes children dead and children injured really severely and you know like uh, yeah that that that's a brave brave
0: move mhm you know and i think um they do a good job with that throughout the whole movie but the best stuff in the movie i think is after uh sydney and dithpran are separated i agree that that's the best stuff mm-hmm. which is probably Almost an hour into the movie, it's about I think? halfway through, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they really set up the relationship between the two, yes. and you feel like they actually care about each other, right? And then you see what happens when uh, these people are separated, mm-hmm. which is so intriguing. I mean, the juxtaposition when they cut
1: back and forth of Sydney, you know, being in his like very comfortable New York apartment, mm-hmm. um, and he's going to you know conventions and and, and awards galas, and you know. Uh, winning Pulitzers. Yep. And then they cut back to Dith Dithpran, who has he's not even. I mean, like what the Khmer Rouge did, of course, was they 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 took everyone from the cities and moved them out to the countryside to have them work as slave farm laborers. Yep. And you know they were all very malnourished and they were worked all day long, and um, abused, abused, complete yes, or just and just outright murdered. You know. Yeah, for no reason. Time. Yeah, exactly. And, of course, also, you know, throughout all this, they have to sit for kind of, like, indoctrination from the local
0: leader. Yeah, get brainwashed. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he even says, um, I forget, I had a quote, but anyways, it's, it's, if you're an educated man, Mm -hmm. they're going to kill you. Yes. Because they don't want smart people uh, rising up against them. That's right. And they're brainwashing the children, and you see child soldiers here. (laughs) Oh, God. Just killing people for no good reason, just because they want to. Yeah, it's... It's intense stuff. Mm-hmm. Dith Braun says in the movie, here it is, here only the silent survive. Yeah. So don't speak up. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're going to kill you. Right. And even though he's educated, he has to hide his past uh, and pretend he's a taxi driver. Yes. Which he does at one point. Right. Even, and they they don't believe him. They're questioning him a bunch.
1: They, 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 they're on to him. Yeah. yeah.
0: He, I think he goes from one camp to another because yes. he escapes one camp, but then... Is found and gets in another camp. Right. Or something <laughs> right. By a man who's actually sympathetic to him. Yep. Which is awesome because mm-hmm. I did not expect that. Right. And he even asked him to take his son with him to escape. And this leader guy ends up getting killed by the children he's taught and raised right. to fight for him. Right. Because they, j- they just have no sense of what's right or wrong nope. and they just do what they
1: want. It's so, the, the idea of children doing this, I mean, it's so terrifying because it's adults guiding them and telling them that this is okay. Yeah, you know and of course like kids that that's what they do they, they they take instruction from adults and when an adult gives you an assault rifle and says you know go ahead and shoot whoever you want yeah um, and then of course there's the whole I guess the overarching philosophy of, of of this of the Khmer Rouge is this year one or year zero thing year, what is that um, the, the whole reason for indoctrinating children is because the people who are the, the adults who exist right now in this new regime, we're gonna kill them off because it's the children who need to continue this. yeah. Um, so not only let's either disappear the intellectuals or just like and remember when they're destroying crops yeah. so that people can't eat, Yeah. Um,
0: they're pulling the plants out of the ground. Yes just
1: stupid. I, I mean I, 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 it, it's so it's such devastation and and such I mean I, th- I think I remember thinking when I first time I saw it was I, I, I can't believe how lucky I feel. Having been born in a rich, safe country.
0: you know We are extremely lucky. I think I, we've mentioned that before on the show. We like, have, yes. I've, I forget what movie we watched, but we were just saying, we are so thankful we I know. are able to do a podcast like this. Well, right? it's, like, it's a, we're doing a
1: stupid little show about movies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. While, while other people, I mean, it's, it's the oldest story, of course, that you, you, you feel sympathetic toward people who don't get to do what you do, but I mean, God, like, like when you see this, and, and also, too, like, Hang Noor, the guy who plays Dithpran, the whole reason he was cast, he's, he's not an actor. No, um, he's a doctor. Right. He's just a doctor from Cambodia and they saw him they asked him he wanted to do this and he did it. And his
0: story of course like parallel death. Yeah, popped. it it mirrors it a lot. Yes. It's it's very similar. He was in a hospital when the what is it the how do you say it? the Khmer Rouge? The Khmer Rouge. Khmer Rouge mm-hmm. took over. Right. And he had to pretend he was just a, an orderly so that he could escape. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, and and most of his family was murdered yes. there. He barely got out alive. Right. It is the Death Prawn story almost. It is, it, right. It's serendipitous they got this guy to do the movie. And not, not <laughs> being an actor. This yeah. is his first movie he did. Yes. And we can get into it now. He won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Yep. Which, you ask me, he should have been the lead. I agree. I, the story's about him. It's ridiculous that yeah. it wasn't about him. Sam Waterson was nominated as the lead. Correct. Which I guess you do kind of follow him because I guess he's the American, so you try right. to attach to him somehow. Right. But it's not about him. No, it's not at all. It's not. And Hang Noor won this award. He was one of only two non actors to ever win an Oscar. The other was Harold Russell in 1946's The Best Years of Our Lives. Also a great about Yeah, for film about the Homer Parrish yes. role. Yes. He was, he's a double amputee as Hook right. Hands, yep. man. That's right. Won an Oscar. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome movie, by the way. And that same year, Pat Morita was also nominated for Karate Kid for sure supporting was. actor. Yeah. That's two Asian actors. Nominated for the same category in a single year. I
1: hadn't even thought about which, that. Which, I mean, yeah. you're
0: talking about Oscars so white now. Like, I know. They did a little good job there back then. Once but, in a while. Uh, they, every they now they and then. <laughs> <listen>. Right. <laughs> I guess since we're talking about Oscars, this movie won three yeah. and was nominated for seven. Every award it lost to was for Amadeus. Yeah. <laughs> Amadeus nice. kicked ass that year. <laughs> but it won uh, Actor in Supporting Role Cinematography and Film Editing. Yes. Um, I thought the editing was decent, but I sometimes I felt a little confused about okay. what was happening because okay. the movie goes at a quick pace. Right, You're at one spot, and then another, and another, and another. It just goes. Right. So I found it kind of hard to follow sometimes okay. what was happening. Not so much to where I couldn't understand the plot, mm-hmm. but just enough to where I'm like, who is that? Why is this happening? Okay. Um. I guess it could be partly because I don't have a very knowledgeable background in the Vietnam War, what okay. happened in Cambodia and Thailand right. and stuff, Right. but um, it didn't affect the movie, really. I I, I, it didn't bother the movie one bit. I was just able to hold on, and you know, it's more about, like I already said, the, the dudes. It's yes. about them, not exactly. what's happening right. in Cambodia. Right. It's about how that affects these people. Yes. And you follow the people and you're good. You don't need to understand everything completely.
1: Yeah, understanding like the geopolitics of of what's happening, I guess is is kind of unnecessary. And I mean, I'm not an expert on the Vietnam War either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess maybe having seen it more than once, I was a little bit, you know, yes. more attuned Re-watching to it. Rewatching
0: this, you'll definitely Yeah. it'll be a lot easier to yes. follow
1: because then you can like pick out when Julian Sands shows up and like you know, he, he's there in kind of the beginning yeah. of the movie, but only like in silhouette. You just see like a handsome uh, yeah. guy. This uh, <laughs> blonde
0: Brit. Yes. You know?
1: Right. And then later he shows up as kind of one of their gang. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's 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 kind of like only on repeat viewings do you kind of go, oh, that's where he came from.
0: Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And Julian Sands back again. He was on our <laughs> gothic episode. I'm seeing
1: Julian Sands everywhere these yeah, days. Yeah,
0: dude. <laughs> I, I, I saw some clip from Dexter the other day and I was like, oh God, there he is again. He was in Dexter? Yeah. He was one of the
1: Russian gangsters. Okay. Um, yeah, like he's one of the guys who owns that club in Miami, like that strip club. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's that's late Dexter. Yeah, uh, it is. You yeah. don't need that. No,
1: <laughs> it's also late Julian Sands, which you don't need either. Because I mean, he's just like he's not. I mean, for whatever reason, he he's he's doing stuff now that's kind of beneath him, like a lot of actors. So
0: that happens. I yeah. mean, you you go up and then you go down. Exactly, and it happens. Right. So let's keep talking about Death Bron. I guess. Yeah. He is a, the only reason this movie is so well. I guess I shouldn't say that. He's the reason to watch this movie. He's the main reason the yeah. movie's amazing. Yeah. He's such a good man mm-hmm. because he puts himself in harm's way to protect his friends. Yes. There's a scene when they get captured by the Khmer Rouge. I don't know how to say it. The still. Khmer Rouge. Khmer Rouge. I'll get it one of these days. Okay. So, the bad guys, I'll say. Okay. <laughs> when the bad guys come, uh, they get captured, and they're not going to take Pran with them because he's a Cambodian, yes. and they just want the white men. Right. So, Pran is pleading to go with his friends because he knows if he doesn't go with them, they have no chance right. of survival. He even bribes them with his watch to let them capture him. Yes. Yes. Most men would not do something like that. Uh, it's 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 so... He's he's incredibly brave. Yes. Yeah. And he's the only reason they aren't shot in the street when they get to that base. I mean, they're, they're dead. Those guys
1: are dead. Yeah. Until, like, Dithpron spends the next two hours or however long just, like, at some points pleading and at some points just trying to trying to talk to them. Yeah. Like, you see him kind of, at one point, kind of laughing and joking with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, he's trying to ingratiate himself to, to them. Yeah. Um, Say, so see, I am one of you guys. Exactly. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah, and 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 he's trying to like convince them that these guys are okay. What what he's doing is so courageous, and it had also kind of then really sets the tone for what happens next with him when they all like take refuge at that French embassy, and they can't return the favor for Dithpran.
0: Right. This is one of my favorite scenes when they're trying to uh, forge a passport for Me him. Too and john Malkovich just can't get that photo right yep. ah yeah. cuz they don't have supplies he right. can't produce this photo properly right. you know in this busted down building yep so they finally get one and it turns out after a while it fades away again and just goes all black right whatever the chemicals they used didn't work right or something yep. so dithpran has to be kicked out of the embassy and go back to cambodia cuz they made all of them yes. evacuate and uh sydney asked dithpran to stay And because Mm -hmm. they're friends, he did stay. Yes. So Sidney has this guilt now because he couldn't actually save him and help him. Right. Because he gets kicked out anyways, Mm -hmm. and he had a better chance of surviving if he would have left with the evacuation. Yes. The scene when they part ways, it's so sad. I know. It is great. And like Sam Watterson's a great actor anyways. Yeah. But hang, Noor being not an actor. This guy is astounding. Like He really is. Oh, I know. Well, and you know because he went through all this himself, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to pull up much memories to or, to draw on his emotions. Like that is their solid. He's alma. not acting. Yeah. No, this is real emotion. He all he has to do is think, "Oh yeah, 5 years ago, yep. This this happened to me." Right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know he he's and he, it's so naturalistic and so true. I mean,
1: like it's 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 just happening to him all over again. And and so for for Hang Noor to have gone through that so courageously and then be able to like recreate it in front of a camera for a Western audience, it's really inspiring to any actor or any creative person to to like see, you know, what this guy was capable of. It's astounding. Um, how did they even find him? Do you know? Um Roland Joffey spotted him at a Cambodian wedding in Southern California. That's it. Okay. Just, just was he acting? <laughs> no, he wasn't acting. He was a guest at this wedding. Um, and I guess he just had the right look. I'm sure that it was a tough part to cast. Yeah. You know, like Because you don't really... I don't know of any other Cambodian actors who are familiar to us. Um, Not really. And, I mean, you probably want someone who's, you know, from that country, who knows that that culture and everything. Yeah. And who can speak Khmer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess they just... they I mean, total... Total shot in the dark luck that they got this guy.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of times you cast a non-actor, you get a stiff performance. You, do, you exactly. know, you don't that get happens. a good performance because they don't know how to act. Right. They just wait to say lines. Yes. You know, and yes. that's still, that's not acting. No, that's
1: repeating. Memorizing your lines yeah. and, and hitting your mark
0: is not acting. No. Right. He's actually here reacting to the other actors and just oh my He's he, unbelievable. This is an what? <laughs> One of the best performances I've ever seen. Dude, I'm so good. I
1: know, I know, and it's so underrated too because you, 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 like it's just not
0: referenced for whatever reason. I, dude, I've I was not familiar with this dude at all until right. we decided to do this movie. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man! And he won an Oscar and a BAFTA and a Golden yep. Globe for this in like, his debut. Yeah, I mean, crazy. I know, and and I mean,
1: I guess he was kind of born to play the part, but like, still, I mean, he you know he's so affecting, and he's in a movie full of great performances and great actors. He rises above these established
0: people. Yeah, you know definitely. I, I, I've 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 never seen anything like it. Best part of the movie. Yep, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Another great scene I love. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it briefly is Sidney's guilt. Yeah, when he wins that Pulitzer Prize right. as journalist of the year right, he gives his speech and ninety percent of it is, this is all because of Dith Yeah, and he's gone and we don't know where he is, and you can tell he is angry mm-hmm. at the war. Yeah. He's sad because his friend is lost. He's guilty because he, yeah. he could have gotten him out right. but didn't. right. And, man, Sam Watterson is great here because he you is. can see it in his face. Like, his compassion, like his uh, – what am I trying to, I can't think of the word. His empathy? No, it's like how strongly he feels about oh, it. okay, Compa- yeah. I don't know. Right, yeah. But, man, he is – he his feeling it <laughs> that's oh, there, there, there's a, that's a, there's conviction behind what he's that's saying that's the yes. word yes, yes, conviction right <laughs> thank you uh-huh his conviction is strong right and right. i don't think he cares if he'll get in trouble for saying certain things up there no he doesn't give a shit he rips into nixon and everybody else yeah it's it's good that might be my favorite scene actually
1: well it's um like but, but it's the the embassy stuff with with trying to make the the photograph uh-huh. and then you know like like Hangnor uh well Prawn trying to remember his new name Anchor Till Brewer. That's
0: good stuff. I love
1: it. Um but then <laughs> like what follows that scene you mentioned of Sydney giving that speech at the Pulitzer ceremony is when Al Rockoff, John Malkovich's character, con- oh yes, kind of unfairly confronts a him in the bathroom. Great scene. Yeah. I mean he's really given it to like like Al Rockoff is a cantankerous guy who's like I mean, it's another great performance in the movie from John Malkovich, yeah. with, with these dead eyes through the whole thing, and and this wild hair, and he's like he's a total burned he's out. He's Always guy. had hair like that. He like, always has. I know,
0: <laughs> he still does. He's just short.
1: <laughs> I know. He look. He's looked like Larry Fine since he was twenty five years old for some reason, but uh, he um, but he like confronts Sidney in the bathroom in a really um, like. I mean, he's really telling Sydney, hey, fuck you, dude. You know, you go yeah. up there and grandstand while Dith Prawn is over there in, in, in Cambodia right now suffering. What have you done? Have you done anything? Yeah. And Sydney retorts with, you know, I've reached out to every human rights organization. I've tried the Red Cross. I've sent out pictures. What do you want? And he's like, you need to go down there and fucking do something. Yeah. You know? And he's like, I would if I could, you know? And he, and he's... That's when the white guilt thing uh, comes in. Yeah. Where, where, where yeah. you're just like... Like, you talked about the conviction that's behind what he's saying, and there definitely is, and he feels very strongly about it. But just like anything I've ever tried to, like, I have these great opinions about things like that. Have I ever done anything? No, I really haven't. I haven't gone to any other place and, like, actually tried to make a difference because I'm scared to. I'm scared of being killed. Yeah, you know. Yep, there's fields out there. Yes, you'll get
0: killed in the fields. You man. will. I mean, it's it's it's, yeah. it's
1: what's going to happen, and and you know, and like it's such a helpless feeling, but it's also like something that you can't get over because a, someone you know, an actual good friend of yours, maybe your best friend you've ever had, yeah, is maybe dead,
0: but you don't know. So that sucks. Yeah, and at the end of the movie, once he does find out where he is, he's on the first plane there. Yeah, that's great. Um, like, right. I think when he's confronted with Al there in the bathroom, he even says like, "If I knew where he was, I would go there." Yes, but it's a needle in the haystack. Totally. What's he gonna do? Right. You know, and Al's just venting his frustration with right. the situation too because he feels guilty too. Yeah, because he couldn't get that picture to work, and that's exactly. the reason he he got kicked out of the embassy. Yes. So I mean, it's it's nobody's fault and it's everybody's fault. And and that's
1: why I kind of like mentioned with, with Al like doing the confrontation is unfair in many ways. I think Al probably had a little bit to drink. He yeah, seems a little that. drunk. Yeah, he's he's a little bit you know kind of in there. But he's uh like like for him to to kind of go after Sydney that way is um it's as much his fault as it is Sydney's, and it's not his fault either. Like you said, I mean mm-hmm. like there, it, it's a it's a totally impossible situation that, that there's just no way anyone can fix. And even if you did go over there now, if you go in, and and you save Dith Bron. Can you save the other two million people who who have died at the hands of Pol pot? No, right. It
0: it it could be a, like that's a selfish thing yes. almost. Yes, you Just I just want to save this one person, right? Which you know, when you have someone you care about who's of, like family to you, right. you want to save them. Of course. I mean, you if you could, you would save everybody. Yeah. But that's if you had to pick one person, you're going to pick someone you care about naturally. So I mean, it is a selfish thing, but that's just normal. Like mm-hmm. everyone feels that way, right? Ah. <sighs> This is good cinema here. When oh, you yeah. have this kind of stuff in right. your movie. Right. In a war movie, quote unquote. It yes. isn't a war movie. It's more of a love story almost. I know. It's a, it's it's a friendship between yeah. two
1: guys, you know? Yeah. And the best touch of that like during the segments where Dith Pran is is now, you know, like under the the thumb of the Khmer Rouge and he's like being forced into this labor and everything is he he's narrating uh, and he and it's in the form of like letters to Sydney. Right. Even though like letters, of course, aren't being sent, it's just it's, and and there's no subtitles when people are speaking Khmer. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, it's a
0: great touch. It's awesome,
1: and uh, you only know what's going on because Dith Pran is is narrating in English, in this like kind of thing where he's like telling Sydney ima- in in his imagination what's happening. Right. Because through it all, he never never once blames Sidney Schomburg for what
0: happened. No, and even at the end, he mm-hmm. apologizes to him, oh, and God. he says. There's nothing to apologize for. It's so... I, I was bawling. I was bawling. Again. Tears. Yes. Tears, 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 tears everywhere, man. Tears I, I, of joy. I,
1: wow. <laughs> I mean, because like Sydney is bawling and Dith Prawn is bawling and you're sitting there just like... he He's so... Like, he does not blame Sydney for any of this. Yep. You know? And he just suffered for years under... I mean, unnecessarily for, for you know... Oh, yeah. God. What a movie. It goes
0: back to just how a good guy this dude is. Yes. Like, he is a good person. Right. Right. He'll do everything to save his